You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Australians are gearing up for a long weekend of beers and barbecues, but many will also be preparing to defend the meaning of Australia Day. To unravel the meaning and misconceptions surrounding our public holiday, we'll be chatting to Chair in Australian History at the University of Western Australia, Jane Lydon. Hi, Jane. You've written a lot about the subject. Could you run us through some of the most common Australia Day misconceptions you've come across? <laughs> well, I think that um, a lot of Australians think that the 26th of January was a, a very dramatic moment when the British arrived um, in Australia for the first time. But actually, it was a lot more complicated and protracted than that because the first fleet, as you'd imagine, um, brought um, a large number of ships and people and animals and all sorts of things with them. And they actually arrived in Sydney Harbour on the 18th of, of January in 1788. Um, they, they anchored in Botany Bay, uh, but they decided very quickly that it wasn't a good place for a colony. And then a week later, they moved around um, into Port Jackson and, um, and, and unloaded at Sydney Cove instead. Mm. Um, the other thing about that, that that's quite interesting is, of course, they only unloaded the men um, from the supply on the 26th of January. They didn't unload the women until a week after that, on the 6th of February. So when we talk about you know, the arrival, the first landing, uh, it's really the second landing of the male convicts that we're celebrating on the 26th of January. It totally excludes all the women. And in your experience, are many people familiar with these facts? Are they usually surprised when you tell them? Yeah, I think a lot of people um, are very committed to a national holiday, um, as you know, as we all are. I think that no one's objecting to having a national holiday, but uh, there are a lot of misconceptions about um, the meaning of the 26th of January, uh, but also the fact that it hasn't always been on that day. Uh, we haven't always celebrated Australia Day then. Uh, and it, its meaning has changed a lot, obviously, since 1788. What can you tell me about the reason that it's been changed in the past? Well, I suppose like all traditions, it's very fluid. It's not something that's fixed. But um, So every generation reinvents these sorts of symbolic um, events and traditions to suit themselves and their own concerns. So, for example, in World War One they created an Australia Day in July, uh, and that was to rally support for soldiers fighting overseas and to raise money as well. Mm. Um, and then, of course, from the 1930s, um, each colony, as we, as we were then, established its own Foundation Day. In other words, the day that uh, the British arrived and um, declared possession. So it was really only in 1994 that we formally, officially, uh, chose the 26th of January to mark that national day. Mm. And this is an academic historical issue that's been discussed for a while, but it's only just recently becoming quite mainstream. Why do you think that is? Um, well, I think for Aboriginal people, it's been a very important issue for a long time. Um, so, so to answer your question, I think the recent debate uh, has been has been prompted by perhaps the sort of backlash against Aboriginal claims to be heard that represent a wider resistance to a whole series of changes that Aboriginal people are demanding. So I'd see that as perhaps um, seeing those who just want to cling to the date and don't want to listen to Aboriginal people 
I'd say they're probably running for cover. I think it signifies that they're afraid that they really may have to change mm. the date before too long. Do you have any idea of where the debate might head from here? Well, I don't think it's going away. I mean, as long as we keep it on the day that, that symbolises what to Aboriginal people is invasion, this issue won't be going away. So... Um, it, it is hard to it is hard to predict, you know, how fast these things change. But Aboriginal people will continue to protest and call it a day of mourning. And if we want reconciliation with our First Nations people, I think we'll have to start to listen and think about what might be a more appropriate date. Mm. When you're talking to academics, what does discussion kind of centre around? What are the main arguments there? Uh, I think historians usually are very familiar with the sequence of events. Uh, they're not perhaps quite so attached to particular days. Um, mm. They're often more interested in the, in the larger scale processes. So many of my colleagues who work in uh, Aboriginal history and Australian history, they're more interested in examining <clears throat> the, the, the range of processes and how they affected Aboriginal people. Issues like... Uh, frontier violence in the past. We're now starting to explore that in a lot of forensic detail, but also to explore the symbolic and moral consequences of those processes. Uh, some of my colleagues are interested in the way that local and national events here in Australia are actually part of broader global processes. So they're seeking to bring what we used to call metropolis, so European centres and what happened there, into the same analytical framework as, as local Australian events and see how uh, Australia was not just shaped by these global processes, but also how what happened here in, in the colonies in turn informed uh, debates back in Britain and Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've mentioned before that you would actually like to see Australia Day, the date perhaps change to another time that some people might not expect, which is May 9. Why is that? Well, this is a suggestion that the historian Henry Reynolds made. Uh, he suggests that um, we, should, we should find a date that unifies us rather than divides us. And so May the 9th is the date that the first federal parliament was established in Victoria in 1901. So, of course, federation was really the first time that all the different colonies um, agreed to form a nation. So I think that's a much more unifying rather than divisive moment to, to commemorate. Yeah, sure. Is there a consensus among other academics that this could be the case or is it more of a case of like <laughs> ideas floating around? <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to find a complete consensus. Um, some academics, uh, it, it really, it, it's very politicised, obviously, as, as we know. And um, But I think most, most of my colleagues would agree that uh, a date that that marks a national rather than just a, a very partial and selective sort of moment from our past would be a lot more meaningful. Uh, so from a Western Australian perspective, you know, I've, I live in Perth, a lot of people in, in WA say, well, what do we care about uh, 26th of January and what happened in Sydney Cove on the other side of the continent? Mm. Um, so I think it, it is pretty diverse, uh, but most people would agree that the existing date is, is very partial. Great. Well, it's been fantastic talking to you, Jane. Was there anything else that you wanted to add about the misconceptions surrounding Australia Day? Um, no. Um, I mean, I, I suppose just to sort of 
finish on um, one of my favourite stories. So in 1946, the Supreme Court Judge Frank Brennan, uh, who was also a Member of Parliament, wrote an article suggesting that the 26th of January was a very divisive day uh, because he felt that to celebrate the arrival of convicts was a really shameful matter. So I, th I think that's actually quite amusing from our perspective because, of course, since the 1970s, many people have become very proud of our convict ancestry and very proud of having um, convicts in the family tree. So I think that's just one illustration of how the, the meaning of these dates and, and their symbolic kind of resonance changes from generation to generation. So I guess that what that points to for me is that here we are, the year is 2018, <clears throat> what's important to us now as a nation? Mm, fantastic. Thanks, Jane Lydon, uh, for taking the time to speak to Campus Review. <laughs> Thank you very much.